This is Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. From the corporate office to the cab of a truck, they're here to inspire and empower women in all professions. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. We're a show that works to inspire and empower women in every profession, including trucking and the trades. We help power you on the road to success. We tackle all kinds of topics, and we work to encourage women to be their very best with informative guests and women who've been champions. I'm Shelly. And I'm Kathy. No topic is taboo on our rig. We tackle the tough topics along with the not-so-tough topics. And we like to feature experts and celebrities who can assist women in being the best they can be. Women have made progress in many professions, but they're still underrepresented in many others. The trades are one of these areas that still have barriers to entry. Since the 1970s, there are still only 4% of women represented in the trades. Judalyn Cassidy, who hails from the twin islands of Trinidad and Tobago, is a founder, an advocate, a hero in a hard hat, and a L'Oreal Paris 2023 Women of Worth honoree. She's one of CNN's Champions for Change and the activist behind the trademark phrase, Jobs Don't Have Genders. Judalyn was a trailblazer early. She was determined to overcome the challenges and injustices women have faced working in male-dominated fields. She's devoted over 25 years in the United States to fight for equal treatment of women in the construction trades. Judalyn broke through barriers as a history-making union plumber in New York City. As she worked her way up as a tradeswoman activist, she founded Lean In, Women in Trades, that supports tradeswomen across the United States and helps them with their careers. She's also the founder of the nonprofit Tools and Tierras. That inspires tradeswomen with mentoring workshops and summer camps for girls ages 6 through 14. The program exposes girls to trades like electrician, carpenter, plumber, and mechanic, along with STEM programs. Judalyn has received multiple awards and been featured by the Associated Press, CNN, BBC America, Good Day LA, the No Barriers podcast, and other media outlets. Judalyn is a true trailblazer and champion who's paving the way for women on their road to success. We are so honored to feature Judalyn today on our show. Welcome, Judalyn. You are a serious powerhouse. Yeah, well, thank you, ladies. I'm um, happy to be here and be in a conversation with two amazing women making uh, things happen for women in the trades and in male-dominated careers. So I'm just excited to share my story and hear yours also. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited to talk to you. You know, I think what's so impressive, Judalyn, you're paying it forward. You're opening the doors for so many women. And I'm sure you've had quite the story. Uh, I would love to hear it. I know Kathy does, too. How you got started. Did you get pushback when you decided to become a plumber initially? Yeah, of course. Um, as Kathy would know, because she's in the, in the male-dominated industry, uh, you always have pushback. Um but it's, are you willing to let that deter you? So um, I got pushback from day one, um, but even though you get pushback, there's always some amazing superhero in a hard hat um, 
guy who would still stand up for you and make sure that you were seen. But a lot of the work has to be done, you know, was done and has to be done by me, making sure that I am seen, that I am valued, and that my work speaks for speaks volumes and speak about how much I love my craft as a plumber. Mm-hmm. So definitely push back. What made you want to go into plumbing? You know what? It was <laughs> I actually growing up um in the beautiful Twin Island, Twin Islands of Trinidad and Tobago, I wanted to be Wonder Woman and a lawyer. So Oh, how uh, cool. <laughs> yes, I love Linda Carter. I just watched that all my life, you know, growing up in Trinidad and Tobago. And um being a lawyer, I figured I could go around all over the world and fight injustice, but um, I grew up with my great great grandmother, and I couldn't afford to attend university or uni, you know, to pursue a law degree. So the trades was the next best free option, and I knew that in the school that I was gonna uh, try to get uh, the the career as a plumber. Uh, there was other careers there that would typically, with my age, a lot of the women who know and men will identify with culinary arts, seamstress, uh, secretarial work, all of that stuff. And right. um, and I knew that my odds, and I didn't like those things anyway, but I knew if I applied for any of those tailoring, seamstress, culinary arts, um, a lot of women would be in that. So I like to improve my odds. So I figured I'll try for the male-dominated careers. And I figured electrical, I would get shock and plumbing, I would get wet. And I figured I can do that. Wet sounds easier. <laughs> so, And everybody needs a plumber, especially homeowners. Yeah. They, they try it themselves. That's disastrous. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> so, I mean, you're helping people. That probably was something that brought you to the field as well. I mean, I I don't think anybody is unhappy when the plumber leaves. (laughs) Well, it depends sometimes if they had to pay a lot of money. (laughs) Right. 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 You know, because my thing, I always say, I do a lot of speaking engagements and stuff. And I always tell uh, the audience that they're always going to need a plumber before they need a lawyer. So (laughs) I I love it. Yeah, I think I made the right switch. Um, Being a plumber... Um, to me, uh, I mean, I know for a fact that I get to improve people's lives every day through plumbing because it's needed to separate um, sanitary uh, from waste. And a lot of people don't appreciate until the need arises what a plumber mm-hmm. does. So for me, yeah. I I love what I do. I, I wake up every day. Um, love going to my job and like doing it i'm not saying some days i don't want to sell um a fictional uh thing that it's always a nirvana it's not always a nirvana it's sometimes some days are tough because of the weather (laughs) or the the actual task but all in all every single day i wake up i'm having the opportunity to use my skill to improve people's lives through plumbing so it's a win-win for me So you went from Trinidad to New York City. Is that where you got your start, essentially? Okay. That had to have been quite the transition from where you were living, going into this massive city. And uh, Mm -hmm. did it feel a little daunting? I mean, you're going into a male-dominated profession in this huge city. Yeah. Well, I didn't right away when I came to the United States of America. I didn't get back into plumbing right away. Um, I was a housekeeper and a nanny in New York City before I got into plumbing. But when I got in 
And I was on a job site years and years and years and years and years ago. <laughs> I would be the only woman on the job site. And it, I don't know, I, I don't think it was intimidating because um, growing up in Trinidad and Tobago, being the girl in the plumbing, being the girl on the foot, um, playing football with the guys or basketball, I just, I, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I think the only time I usually feel uncomfortable and sometimes it might still happen is like when I do start a new job, let's say I get sent to a different construction site and I may not know anybody there. The first, I mean, like maybe the first hour or less, maybe because now I have more confidence. You feel kind of like a little way, but after that, nah, this is my world. I belong here. I kill it every day. So yeah, I, I felt it at the beginning and it was daunting, but now, now, not, 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 not at all. I That's love one. hearing that. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm in a male dominated world as well. And uh, there's not very many women that, uh, operate this very large mining equipment and there's only like on my crew of 170 there's only six women on our crew and um it's i just love seeing like they just started training a new girl on on the dozer and i'm like yeah yes. <laughs> you know like after me it's just like so awesome to to hear and then i talked to her in the locker room i'm like so what do you think and she's like i love it oh my god I'm like, yeah, it's so empowering. <laughs> it does yeah. wonders for your self-esteem. It just does. It's like, oh, I'm, and like I was watching your video and you said something at one point, you said, I'm such a badass. I'm like, I say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm such a badass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, um, so a lot of, of women uh, who might be introverted or lack, um, you know, sometimes as women, we have these um thing where we need to be in process syndrome and we think like oh my gosh I'm not good enough let me tell you women listening out there the sound of our voices when you can pick up a tool and you can just use a drill or use a a, a, a hammer or chops or any of those things you wouldn't believe the switch that instantly happened and it boosts your confidence. It boosts the way you walk in the world. Just pick oh, up a tool. Yeah. Just, yeah. just put on the tool belt and you'll see the power. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. It changes everything. And, and you know, you're right. I say that all the time. It's flipping that switch in your mind. And as soon as you, 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 you carry that with you, no one can take that away. They just can't because it's now it's, it's built in, in, inside of who you are. And it yep. shows in, in, in the confidence when you walk and when everywhere you go, you bring that with you. Yep. Facts. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. We're talking with Judalyn Cassidy, who's a trailblazer for both girls and women. She's been dubbed a hero in a hard hat, and she certainly is that. 
Judelin is a staunch advocate for women in the construction trades after experiencing what it was like to be a woman union plumber in New York City decades ago. She's worked tirelessly to encourage women and girls to consider these jobs that are still dominated by men. She founded the nonprofit Tools and Tierras to educate girls on their options, and she also founded Lean In, Women in Trades. Judelin empowers so many women, and as she said in our last segment, just put on a tool belt and you'll feel the power. So very true. So Judelin, what motivated you to become a champion for women in the trades? What was the, the moment where you're like, I've had it. I'm going to help women get some jobs here. Was there a particular encounter you had with men where they were just being totally nasty or trying to hold you back? Um, it wasn't one particular thing. I think it's um, at the top of the recording. I, I know you started doing this. You said about the 1970 and now it's 4%. It mm-hmm. used to be 3%. I think that was it for me. Like hearing that number was really like a shock because I mean, I yeah. was living, but I didn't know the data and I will. And once I found that out, it just made me feel like this crap got to change. I wanted to say my favorite word. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but uh, well, you know, preferably uh, not, but we, we, we yes. get the idea there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, I wanted that to change and I knew that to make that change, um, I had to start with young girls and also, you know, starting tools and tiaras. That was the catalyst for all the other things that come with tradeswomen. So like I would have women come on the job site and they would work, but then because of culture or the way they were treated, they would leave. And I just, I didn't like that because I knew the, the money and the access of having these jobs could be, would not could be, is life changing. It's a fact yeah. um, for so many women like myself. Like the the so why bring somebody in and then make them leave? So I just wanted to be part of that bold change of um, making sure that number changed from three percent, and to you know to know that the work that I've been doing, Kathy been doing, you've been doing, and all the other amazing tradeswomen out there, that that number finally moved, right? Mm-hmm. Like about two years ago, from that 3% to 4%. So that was, the, I think that would be the defining moment when I heard that number, and I would see women on the job site start and then quit. Those were the things that made me want it to be uh, a, a tradeswoman, uh activist or evangelist, whichever one, you know, sure. we use right now. That well, was bravo it. to you, because this is so needed. And when you think about it, 4%, that, I mean, ugh, yeah. that's still atrocious in terms of- I know, but we yeah. little wins. Absolutely. Yep. One day at a time, mm-hmm. uh, baby steps, all of that, slow and steady wins the race. We just have to mm-hmm. keep persevering. And with people like you, definitely. I love how you're exposing little girls to this. Uh, Because I'm not sure if all the school systems are saying, hey, have you thought of this? When you think about it, I think in the past few decades, too, and at least in the United States, a lot of the school systems had gotten rid of their VOTEC programs. Yep. And that was terrible because not everybody wants to go to college. And they started pushing college instead of trades when people can get trained and they can almost immediately start making a decent living. Yeah. Immediately, like, uh, you know, we have done a disservice to our country by putting a stigma on the people that look like me, that wear uh, construction 
boots and helmets and we point to our kids and we said don't become like them they didn't go to college that's why they're doing this and it's actually not the to reverse a lot of people that i work with are, are really really smart and the reason why they do what they do is because we love it and and we believe in building this country and without us nothing most um you know like kathy what you're doing i mean is very vital for oil we use that as a as a nation right if somebody's mm -hmm. not doing that how do we have access to it right so yeah. we have to switch as a nation and as a school and stop giving money only to guidance counselors and people to steer kids to college and then cue all of those debt, start their lives out when they have another way that they can um, be successful, start their own business, be part of building this nation that we've been building um, since the inception of our country. Uh, it definitely we have to do something better. And I think it starts with the kids. That's why um, I have tools and tiaras and that's why I like Kathy. I go to the schools and let boys and girls see that women are plumbers. They are electricians. They are welders. They are big tractor trailer drivers. Um, it's, 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 it has to be, I don't like that. Not that I don't like it because everybody say it, but I have to find a new way of saying it. Um, but I really and truly, I see that the shift happens when kids get to see somebody like us doing it. It gives, it opens up their imagination yep. that they can do it too. So it's, it, we have to do something differently. I have a coworker um, who his wife is a principal at a high school Mm -hmm. in British Columbia, Kamloops, British Columbia. And every year for the last, I think, 10 years, they have a program towards the end. So if, if um, the kids in, I think it's the last uh, grade 11 and grade 12, if they do mm -hmm. really well in, in, in class, they get the option to spend three days and they set up trades, a trades event. So mm -hmm. they bring in, there's companies that sponsor the equipment and my coworker and my two of my coworkers are there as mentors and teach the kids how to operate the equipment to see if it's something they like, right? Because you don't know unless you try it. And, and, and like Shelly, you said earlier, not everybody wants to go to college and not yep. everybody has that, you know, that like, I, I know um, there's a lot of kids that, that would rather not. So this gives them a chance and an opportunity to, to get on the equipment and see, because I, I know until like me personally, once like I, before I even got into that heavy equipment operating course, I, I had limited myself by saying, are you kidding me? Like I'm 42. I'm a woman. I don't even like equipment. I'm not mechanically inclined. This job is wrong. It's not for me, but the minute I got on the equipment and here I'm sitting in an excavator and I'm loading a rock truck and I'm doing really well. I'm like, Oh my God. Look at this. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like I'm yeah. Doing this. And then, and when getting on the grader and doing it well, and then getting on the dozer, I'm like, Holy crap, this is so much fun. Oh, and in yeah. fact, this is what I honestly truly believe. I think it's men's best kept secret. <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> they don't want women to yeah. find out. It's like it's it's fun. You're playing in a giant sandbox all day. Uh, you, you get paid really well. I mean, it gives, it gives you freedom. Uh, it's yeah. challenging. It's yeah. oh, did I say it was fun? Oh yeah, yeah. and it pays well. <laughs> so Can't yeah, so, so yeah, so this one one particular high school has that as an opportunity, and I highly uh, encourage as um, other schools uh, to, to 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 try and do something the same because. It, it what it does it opens up the kids 
viewpoints and perspectives on different alternatives, you know, and I think it's, it's, it's helping them see a different avenue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Judalyn, I think that there's even more demand for like plumbing and carpentry and all of that. Uh, I think decades ago, uh, people were more skilled as homeowners to do some of this. A lot Mm -hmm. of homeowners have no clue today. They have to hire somebody. And to me, you're craftsmen. You create. You solve problems. Um, certainly with as a plumber, you deal with some nasty jobs, but you, you have to be able to go, okay, I have to be able to do this to fix it. And like you said, you're helping people. In carpentry, that's an art form. People are having people come in to do cabinetry and this type of work and that type of work. The work that's done in both commercial and residential buildings, is it's really amazing. I mean, tradespeople make buildings into show places. There is nothing to shun there. It is kind of interesting how, as a society, we've said, oh, they haven't gone to college. Um, and it really has created a great divide, if you will. Yeah. And the fact that women um, have been discouraged, that could be a lot of why we're looking at only three to four percent. I mean, certainly that's a gain and we have to take that as a win. But I love what you're doing, going to the schools and encouraging girls to think about it. Girls and boys, because we yeah. need we need both. We so the problem is like like people when they think of a plumber. So when I go to school, I ask them what they think, and everybody thinks that that's what we do. We unclog toilet bowls. You speak to most plumbers, that's the least of what we do. So yeah. I mm-hmm. try to explain to the yes, it's the least. Trust me. Um, most uh, most people don't realize that when you go to a hospital, those medical lines were done by plumbers, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, you go to nuclear plants, you go to gas stations, you everywhere we go, everywhere you go, we have touched it. So the idea is to get kids to know and plumbers, you know, all those you're listening and you start in a new business or you decide to buy a new truck. Please do not put the plunge, the toilet, the plumber with a plunger and a toilet, because that's why we have that imagery of people thinking that that's all that we do. Nothing's wrong with that, but that limits people's view to thinking how if I'm a plumber, that's all I, that mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. And we don't we hardly ever, ever do that. Most plumbers, unless that's like your core business. So it's trying to change um, the trades. And 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 we use really cool for kids. I explained to them, we use modern equipment and we have cool technology in the trades now. And I think that is a huge selling point that we could use for the kids. But what I loved is that during COVID, what it showed us is that the people with who were working in the skilled trades, we still was needed. We still would be, uh, we were required. When you had a job that didn't require you to to be there, your job was eliminated. And uh, to let people know and women know you have options, you could literally say, I am living in the U.S. You know what? I want to move to Spain and you can still have a job as a skilled tradesperson. Yeah. Because a skill that's transferable all over the world. And that's the beauty of the skilled trades and careers in a lot of the male-dominated uh, industries that women overlook. And I'm not saying it's, it, you know, a lot of women leave not because of the physical. And Kathy, you know that it's not the physical work. It's all, the that itself, it's so beautiful. It's all the other stuff why women leave. So if we can uh, address that, why they leave, and then address getting the kids in hey listen it'll be a win-win mm-hmm. stay tuned for more of women road warriors 
Coming up. Trucking Moves America Forward, or TMAF, is building a positive image of trucking by telling the story of the hardworking drivers and industry professionals who support the industry. And you can be a part of it. Learn more about TMAF and how you can join and be a part of the industry movement working to build a strong image of trucking by visiting TMAF's website at truckingmovesamerica.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our latest channel, TikTok. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. Judalyn Cassidy is an advocate to get more people into the construction trades, especially women. She's an inspiration to so many people, and she's the founder of the nonprofit Tools and Tierras, as well as Lean In Women in Trades. The trades are a valuable career. And she'd like to see more people go into it. It makes absolute sense. During the COVID shutdowns, people in construction, plumbing, and other industries were considered essential workers, while others were not. The problem is, a lot of people are discouraged from going into the trades. Judalyn would like to see that change, and she also would like to see more women in the industry. And she's accomplishing it, which is terrific. Judalyn, what would you say are the biggest barriers to people getting into the trades? Kathy, you've seen people come and go. And in Judalyn, you said you saw the same thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's pushback, maybe even from some of the women's families saying, you know, this really isn't for you? Because I think that women tend to have naysayers quite often. Yeah. So I think it's a combination. It and and Kathy, because she could chime in also on this one, because I feel it's a combination. It's like you get on a job site, um, you are not getting to learn whether it be plumbing or carpentry or sheet metal or electrical, like they do to men. They treat you with with gloves and they feel like you're here, but you don't really want to learn it. So I think that's one of the big obstacles. So you get frustrated being there and not being able to learn the craft that you came into mm-hmm. unless you really push, push, push for yourself. So I think that's one of it. And I think also for women, a lot of women that are coming into the trade, sometimes they had careers before they have kids. So having a kid and have to start work at seven o'clock, who am I taking a babysitter for too? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's it's a, a lot of different aspects, things that we need to address and we have to treat everybody differently. We want, we need this workforce because that's the people who are going to fill these jobs are women. So we have to make um, some kind of concession for certain things with women. We're not say, I'm not saying um, we're looking for some glam room where we can put makeup. That's, that's not that's not what I mean. But we have to think of um oh, the way we hire differently and a little bit be a little bit more flexible because I think babysitting could be a huge disadvantage for a lot of women when they think it's a seven o'clock start or some jobs it's six o'clock in the morning start. So and um also knowing that when you're on the job site, please you see a woman on the job site, don't assume that she's just there to collect a, a paycheck. She might actually love the craft just as much as you are, unless each one teach one and pass it on. And I think more women would um actually stay because they come in. It's getting them to stay. Right. Right. And, you know, what's interesting is um, I think that there's been a perception in previous decades that women wouldn't be as good at it as a man. Yeah. And 
the science says absolutely the opposite. I think that uh, women's brains have more neuroplasticity. They're more flexible, neuroplastic. We have to multitask so much in our brains, more so than men. I think we're conditioned that way biologically, having to raise kids, having to anticipate what the heck they're going to be doing while we're doing something else. (laughs) We learn quickly and we have great analytical skills. And those are the skills that go into the trades. There's absolutely no reason why women can't be good in the trades. Yes, definitely, definitely. And I know um, a woman, I want you to really, really uh, think about it. You have all that you need to success in the trades or any career in male dominant. You have it. Um, you already have a leg up. You you work hard all the time and you always, so you already have that leg up. Trust me. Um, if I can do it, you can do it. If Kathy would chime in, uh, she would tell you she can do it. She started at 43. Uh, she, you can do it. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. the thing. I, uh, the one, the one, one of my big time goals would mm-hmm. be to have, um, because when I started, when I started, um, like, uh, I was leaving nursing and I didn't know what I was going to do. So I went to a career planning workshop and they had they, the, the career planning workshop sent me to this, this nonprofit organization called women building futures. And mm-hmm. that company, um, it, it, it's major co- companies sponsor programs for women, um, to, to take these non-traditional trades, such as electrician, carpentry, plumbing, journeywoman, uh, crane operator, and heavy equipment operator, and even um, um, they, to get your class one. Um, they have uh, Lafarge is a big cement company in Canada. I don't know if they have that here. Well, that company sponsors a, a one-month course, so you take your class one and your air brakes, and they automatically hire you. So that's how I got involved, is because this woman in the career in the career workshop sent me to the this uh, women building futures and the day I walked in uh, God bless it uh, uh, program was the day Exxon Mobil, the biggest oil and gas company in the world just happened to be there sponsoring 16 women to take a 12 week heavy equipment operator course. There's 158 women that applied. I mean, there's a, uh, an eliminate elimination rounds because obviously it's not meant, meant for everybody. So we had to go through a bunch of hoops and tests and whatnot. And, but man, I, at, at the time I had nothing left to lose. I mean, I didn't have a career. I had nothing. And so I said, you want me to do a backflip? I'll do a backflip. <laughs> like yeah, Whatever yeah, you want, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I got this. You were like, I got so, this. Yeah. 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 And so even though, I mean, I wasn't sure about, I, what about, you know, operating heavy equipment. I mean, Hey, why not? And here's the kicker. Um, the, the 16 women that got picked, um, I think, I think t- uh, 14 of us were over the age of 45. It was wow. like a midlife okay. thing. Yeah. Like the, we, we had one lady, she, she'd been a cop, a staff sergeant her whole life for 25 years. She, and she decided to retire at the age of 50. So she, she was in the program. We had a mail carrier. We had uh, military people. We had one lady was just, she's a housewife. She says, no, you know what? I've had this. I want a career. And so like, and, and myself being a nurse and, you know, trying to transition into something different. One was a red seal chef. And yeah, lo and behold, it turns out that it, it's something that it, it's, I think um, society tends to uh, almost not steer you in the right direction. They don't be the, um, you know, oh, it's not for you. Well, no, you know what? It turns out it is for me. And then yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I and really, really love it. And I'm mm-hmm. good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about the trades. Exactly what you were saying there. And everybody who's listening. 
some careers you have to start young, you know, they want you to be a certain age. You could be in this at whatever point you want to be. You could start it. And 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 it truly goes to our mission at Tools and Tiaras, uh, teaching girls and women that jobs don't have genders. You can, that's what I love about it. You can just start at any any age um, and, and do one of these tasks. I mean, it's not going to be, it's a lot easier when younger um, on your body, but you definitely could start it um, at any point. Mm-hmm. So I love that. You and I got to hook up and do a workshop together. My God. There you go. There you go. Yes, <laughs> before it. COVID. So one of my friends, she's from Trinidad and Tobago, and she drives um, an 18 wheeler. And I, I went on the road with her uh, for a week, and that gave me the experience of, you know what? I actually love, love, love plumbing. And, and you know, the respect that I got um, being with her for that week. Um, may, you know, we all look at each other jobs and sometimes we think that it's easy and it's being able to do that. And we were supposed to do a workshop for the girls and we had planned everything where she was going to come to New York City with her 18 wheeler because she actually has her own business now. And then COVID, mm-hmm. we haven't done it. So uh, that was, that's one of my dreams for the girls to actually get up in that big rig and just even even to just sit in it. It's so powerful. Just sitting in that seat. Yeah. It's also oh, yeah. cool. we definitely should be should do one of those. That'd be I terrific. think we'll love it. Yeah. So Judalyn, right. what do you recommend when a woman or even a girl mm-hmm. has doubts? What should they tell themselves perhaps so that they can realize, hey, I can be good at this. There's no reason why I can't try this profession. I want them to look in the mirror and uh uh you know, say to themselves. It's a it's a thing that I do with the girls at the beginning at camp. Um, every morning we do it after lunch. Uh, we look. I pretend that I am Mel Gibson Braveheart, and I ask them three questions, and I teach them that. And I want the women listening to know that the most powerful words in the universe is these three words: "I am." You put that in front of any statement. So uh, we start off the day with teaching the girls. And I want you to know if you're listening, I am awesome. I am fearless. I am strong. And you can, with those things, you can be. And just put I am in front of it. I am a truck driver. I am a plumber. I am an electrician. And you tell yourself all of those things, whichever trade, whatever career, it doesn't only have to be plumbing. It could be um uh, anything that you desire, you put I am in front of it mm-hmm. and you tell yourself and the magic begins because now the brain and the universe and everything conspires to give you that. So just trust that, that you have all that you need. I am, I am. Say it over and over. Trust me, I do it all the time. I am. I just had to take a test for the city of New York Um, because I work for the city of New York now as a plumber and the test was like, biblical proportion it's almost like you have to study the old testament and the new testament (laughs) that's how how much document how much things i had to study but every day i would tell myself i am a plumber for the city of new york so that i was owning it so i could pass that test Mm -hmm. i am and i just kept on saying that every day and i passed the test so i am and i am a Mm -hmm. civil for the city of New York. And that's what I did. Congratulations. So I want you to, yes, absolutely. You. I want you to do that. I am. Just put it in front of it. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up.
Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in Northern Alberta, Canada. She's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big, an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Industry Movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry, our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. Many times women are told they're not cut out for the trades as a profession. Nothing could be further from the truth. Judalyn Cassidy is a fierce advocate to get more women into the construction trades. She coined the phrase, jobs have no genders. She's been giving us some tremendous insight to encourage women to consider the trades. She suggests they remind themselves of how they can do something even when they run into difficulties in their career or have self-doubt. Using the phrase, I am, every day. I am a plumber. I am a driver. I am. casts out that self-doubt. Those positive affirmations, it really does make a huge difference because we have you self-doubt. You know, it everyone. does. It does. Like, uh, I'll share. I've, Shelly, you've heard this before. But um, when I am, uh, my first year, I come from a background of uh, extreme uh, domestic violence and sexual abuse and a lot, a lot of trauma. And so my self-esteem was really shaky and it was really difficult for me to um, come into a man's world having, having suffered so much at the hands of men. And so, and to stand on my own two feet, you know, and have my own voice. And so I was really shaky. And, and I remember the first month that I was coming through, I was driving through the, because these trucks are, are, it takes six 18 wheelers to make up one of these trucks that I drive. They're so big They're It's a building. It's two and a half stories high. So I'm coming through this intersection and my, my, my self-esteem, like I, I had a post-traumatic flash, like at the most inappropriate time ever. And I was in the middle of the intersection and I'm, I'm driving through and there's a long lineup of pickups and people are getting out of the pickups, having a cigarette, looking at this giant oh. truck when, when it goes through the intersection, because it's the sound they make these, these wheels, the tires mm-hmm. are 14 feet high, right? It's massive, <laughs> big, big piece of equipment. So the truck is going by and I'm in the middle of the intersection, but I, I lost track of uh, the steering wheel because all I could see was all the most violent and humiliating moments of my life in, in this post-traumatic flash. Right. And, and I'm hearing, you know, these awful words being name calling and yelling and um, I'm, I'm having these images and I start to hyperventilate and I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't see the road. I don't see the steering wheel and I'm, I can't breathe. I'm crying. I'm like, <laughs> so <laughs> So what I did is I, I rolled down the window and to, to catch my my breath and I took control of the situation in the sense that I'm like, 
oh hell no I said, my past does not define my future, right? And like, I worked hard to get to where I am. And so I took all that negative crap and I literally, I tossed it out the window. And now I have this gaping hole inside my heart, which is, which is pulsating and it hurts, right? And because I mean, the pain is real. So what I did, I had to replace something positive with that negative hole. So I did the only thing that I knew, first thing that came to mind, I, I pretended like I was the queen. So I, I had it <laughs> going by because it was like a parade, right? I was like, yeah. so I started waving to all the people and I'm blowing kisses and I'm like, yes, you know, it's Kathy, it's me. And I, by claiming my power back, mm-hmm. I no longer allowed anything from my past, any past behaviors, any lies any brainwashed um you know telling me how I wasn't good enough and how I was too stupid and you know how I polluted the air and I was a waste of skin I I I didn't allow any of that to creep in and I claimed who I was and how awesome I am and how strong and courageous and who who's sitting in this truck not them me right right. (laughs) me so who did all the work I did so I, I, I use that story a lot also when I talk to the kids, because you have to, you're the voice in your own story. You cannot mm-hmm. let others um, dictate what you're yeah. going to do with your life. That's and right. you, they, you can't let them take away all the hard work that you did. Like yeah. you studying yeah. for, for, for the test and doing, doing what you need to do to get to a better position yeah. and to, to be in a place where you're happy and you're, you're confident and you love what you do. And that exudes and it, it shows in all that, you know, in everywhere that you go. Absolutely. Judal, and what you're doing is so tremendous. I love how you're paying it forward. And you said you wanted to be Wonder Woman. Well, you are. You You did become Wonder Woman. You are. You're empowering women and girls and Tools and Tiaras. I love that name, by the way. What a great program. You are encouraging people to go into the trades. Is there a place where people can actually get involved to help you with this program? Because it's so, so needed. Yeah. So the, when we have the, we have uh, monthly workshops and that's all girls summer camp we mostly uh with, with the workshops and the actual program is for girls um and then like when i go into the schools and other things i speak to young uh boys and stuff but if you visit our website or just google tools and tiaras you can see um you could donate to help us fund the mission and the revolution of making the trades um visible again and making it um more prominent you can help us with that and you could even um volunteer because i could only teach women so it's amazing tradeswomen that step up and teach all the other uh, careers so we're always looking for instructors and volunteers so if you feel like you want to be part of this tribe that is the the tradesmen and tradeswomen who build just join us and 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 we also if you want to start your own chapter of tools and tiaras we have a boston chapter just that just wrapped up their camp on friday and girls were there um you could do that also because the mission is together we can succeed um really and truly and make the trades um really uh massive and make it known like we are there but we're not seen so if you want to be part of that just join our mission follow us on um, all the social media and be inspired like i am every single day when i'm with the girls look at the pictures and 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 hope it gives you 
hope um, for our future and hope for your daughters and hope for your sons that um, that this is possible. So, and you yeah. also have a website, judelin.com. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so judelin.com is is uh, mostly, um, I you know where people reach out to me to to speak, to do speaking engagements and stuff like that, that I do. Um, so that's if you want me to come speak to the masses about the amazing things that I do um, being a plumber, I, I am there. But it's it's really, it's really, I, I you know, everybody might have a different way, but I, I totally love being a plumber. I love it. I rock it every day. I embrace it. And uh, I don't know, I've been in love with, uh, two major loves in my life is coffee and plumbing. And uh, <laughs> I'm hoping those two relationships continue. <laughs> I love it. And you inspired your daughter too. She went into the trades, which is. Yes. My cool. daughter is a yeah. sheet metal worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's actually visiting me to here today. Inside. Um, she's actually here today visiting. So oh, pretty cool. cool. This yeah. is so neat. I love what you're doing. This is exactly what women need. And it empowers them. And it also gives them the strength when they do encounter maybe somebody who says, oh, women can't do that. Yeah. You know, you know, I encountered that even. I had a, a boss who didn't think women should be in front of a microphone. Wow. And you have an awesome voice. I have a really nice tone to your voice. So that was a lie. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Toodle. And I do appreciate it. But I remember getting so angry about it. It's like, I'm going to prove it. I'll show you, you know, that kind of thing. And yeah. this, as more women enter the these uh, vocations, yeah. they're going to maybe hopefully encounter that less, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is so important. I really appreciate you being on the show with us. Thank you so much. Thank Julie. you so much. No, thank you for having me and um, being able to share my story. And I hope anybody who's listening to us be inspired and know that the trades is where it's at. Okay, that's where the dollars. Yeah, are. it is. Just yeah. come over there and discover it. Okay, come come over <laughs> to the side that's and join right. the dollars. Yes. So um, thank you again, Kathy and um, Shelley. This is awesome, and um, to see women like you spreading the gospel because <laughs> that's a, uh, the gospel about these amazing careers. Thank you for doing what you do, and uh, hopefully I, we can catch up again soon when some more amazing things happen. That would be wonderful. Thank you, Judelin. This is okay. terrific. We appreciate everybody tuning in to this episode of Women Road Warriors with Judalyn Cassidy. She really is a trailblazer and a major advocate for women. And if you want to hear more episodes of Women Road Warriors or learn more about our show, be sure to check out womenroadwarriors.com. And please follow us on social media. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at sjohnson at womenroadwarriors.com. Mm-hmm.